So today is the disappearance day of Udarandat Thakur. And um, there's not a lot of uh, information about him, but he's an important and saintly uh, person. So I'll try to say a few words about him. First of all, um, we should uh, reflect upon the words of Narutam Thakur, who has uh, instructed us all that Gorongera Sangvi Gani Nityasiddha Kori Mani that the of Goranga, Gorongera Sangvi Gani the Sangha, the people, the Gan, the group, the Sangha of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu that with him hmm, when he appears Gorongera Sangvi Gani Nityasiddha Kori Mani they are all his eternal associates so as I've said many times, Krishna comes as Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Really, he's pursuing his own self. He sees that in Krishna Lila that Radha sees something in him, experiences something in him that he doesn't have the experience of. And so he wants to experience that, which means he has to take on her perspective. That's quite a task, but he's very clever, so of course he's uh, able to manifest a, a, a leela to make that all possible. Now, coming as he does, um, he doesn't come alone, and this is an important point of um, our uh, uh, overall teaching, that the metaphysical term for our teaching is, is Achintya Beda Beda, inconceivable unity and diversity, oneness and difference, um, at the same time interpenetrating one another. That's a big topic, but what it means in relation to this discussion is that that there is Krishna, the Supreme Brahman, Bhagwan, and his Shakti. And this means in the form of Radha and his other associates in Vrindavan. They are manifestations of his Shakti. This is his Swarup Shakti. Hmm. He has many Shaktis, but this is the, in Prabhupada's uh, terminology, internal Shakti. And so that's what governs the whole spiritual world makes it move, so to speak. The devotees are embodiments of that uh, internal shakti. We are said to be tatasta shakti or jiva shakti. So in that shakti that bhakti is constituted of, through the Guru Parampara comes into our life, then we have access in due course when that matures to enter into the leela hmm? with all those associates. So, point is what? That those associates who are embodiments of love of God, embodiments of romantic love and different types and of friendly love and parental love and servitude and so forth, all these embodiments of love, they're like, well, embodiments of love, or sometimes the term is used, the vessels of love. A vessel, like a, a vase of love, a container of love. And 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 Krishna is the object of that love. So you have all this love contained in a vessel, 
and then you have the object of the love. So for there to be rasa, there has to be love and there has to be someone to love. Hmm? There was an old song when I was young, you've got to find somebody to love. Jefferson Airplane. Um, so <laughs> Krishna is the one <laughs> to find if you really want to pursue the full face of, of love, love that is wise and and love that will have no interruption, be enduring, and so on and so forth. So, love of Krishna and Krishna, they are one and different at the same time. Hmm. Um, so, when Krishna comes as Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, hmm, then all the players in Krishna Leela that make Krishna Leela what it is. You can't just have Krishna and have Krishna Leela. Sometimes we say, and I think I mentioned it the other night, there's the name of Krishna. What's in the name? Well, his form is there, his rupa, his qualities, transcendental qualities, guna, his leelas. Nam, rupa, guna, leela. Sometimes we say nam, rupa, guna, parikar, leela. Parikar means his associates. Just to emphasize the point, for Leela, the associates have to be there. Hmm? Krishna has to be there and the associates have to be there. Hmm? So, as to put it simply, Prabhupada sometimes used to say, Krishna is never alone. Now, I make this point because there are other traditions and so forth in India, all kinds of people um, have some affinity for Krishna, worship Krishna, like Krishna in different ways, and so on and so forth. And... Um, even the Maya bodies, they sometimes worship Krishna. Hmm? But our idea of Krishna, the Krishna of the Bhagavatam, the Krishna coming through our Guru Parampara, is that Krishna who is in Vrindavan, next to Golden Hill, sporting in the Jamuna, who has a mother and a father. Yasoda, Nanda, who has a lover, Radha, and other gopis, who has friends, Subal, Subahu, Stoka Krishna, Sridham, so has servants like Raktak, Patrak, and so on and so forth. Hmm? So if we're coming in touch with that Krishna, we're coming in touch with all these things. Not Krishna alone. Hmm? So many people worship Krishna alone. They want to become Krishna or be alone with Krishna. But the full experience of Krishna is he's the perfect object of love, so the lovers have to be there, all these forms of lovers. So Krishna's not alone. Therefore, we find in our songs of our acharyas often there are songs and they're mentioning the different associates of Krishna. Hmm? There are songs of other, what seem to be devotees of Krishna, they're just talking about Krishna. There's no mention of Jashoda, Nanda, Madhu Mangal, Radha, and so forth. So it, it brings up a question in our minds what Krishna they're actually experiencing because Krishna means, hmm? Krishna means that supreme Brahman overwhelmed by love. So the love has to be there. Hmm? What does it mean overwhelmed? He becomes like a child in their hands, like a lover in their hands, like a friend who's equal. 
Hmm? That's extraordinary. The power of bhakti, in other words. Hmm? This is one of the qualities of bhakti. bhakti. Krishna Akarshini can conquer Krishna, hmm? overwhelm him. Hmm? Krishna is basically overwhelmed. That means the absolute overwhelmed by love. Hmm? So, so Krishna comes in the pursuit of Radha's love. Balaram comes with him. If Krishna's going on a mission, Balaram will be there. Hmm? Always to watch out for him, to assist him, and so forth. So, as Chaitanya Mahaprabhu appears, Nityananda Prabhu appears. And with them come the whole of Vrindavan in a new Leela. Hmm? For it to be full, all the members have to be there. So, in Gaudiya Vaishnavism, we trace out who all the associates of Gaur and Nityananda, for example, are in Gaur Leela, who they are in Krishna Leela. And so, all of these parikars, all these associates, Narutam says, they're eternal associates. Hmm? So, while we might hear of miraculous acts sometimes of various distinguished spiritual figures in the history of the world, the Buddha, Christ, Muhammad, um, and so on. What we don't hear about is miraculous activities of all their associates hmm? that we hear about in in Gorlila, hmm? because these people surrounding Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, who are the players, the main players in the Leela, hmm? they are embodiments of the love that makes Krishna, that makes Chaitanya Mahaprabhu who, uh, who they are. Hmm? They're very, the point is they're very extraordinary people. Hmm? Indeed, we, we, we almost highlight and underscore the lives of these devotees, like Udarandatta Thakur, whose day of disappearance from the world we're honoring. Um, um, uh, they, in effect, are really almost more important to us than Krishna, than Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. They are, and they are giving Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, Nityananda Prabhu, to the world. They are embodiments of the very ideal that we seek to attain. Hmm? Um, so this is a very, I think, a very unique concept in the uh, uh, religious uh, uh, world. God and his principal associates. And so we have information about Krishna and not only that, but so much information about his associates as well. And, and they're one and different. You can't have one without the other. So these persons are, they're as dear to Krishna as his own life is to him. So they should become very important um, to us. Therefore, we have a calendar full of holy days commemorating their appearance, their disappearance, and whatever other things they might have done that is noted noted down. And we have a pretty big, uh, pretty full calendar, actually. It's hard to keep up with. Uh, 
So today is the day of Udharandatta Thakur's disappearance, and he is a significant person in the Leela of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Hmm. And, and, and amongst Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's associates, the, you know, there is Nityananda Prabhu and the Dwaita, who are both Vishnu Tattva, then there's Shiva's Thakur and the Panchatattva, and um, Gradhar, who are Shakti Tattva. Hmm. And all of them have associates. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, Krishna's cover is described as, as like a like a tree of love of God. And Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is the trunk, the branches, hmm, and so forth. At the same time, the, there's two main, the trunk goes up, and there's two main, uh, well, the trunk s- splits, Nityananda and Advaita, and then there are branches like Gradhar and Srivas and and they have many sub-branches and so forth. So, very artfully, Krishnas Kaviraj Goswami in the Chaitanya Charitamrita begins his book by offering obeisances to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu appearing in five features. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, Nityananda, Advaita, Srivas, and Garad, who, who are the personality of Godhead, his expansion, Nityananda Balaram, um, his, his avatar, source of all avatars, Advaita, hmm? Mahavishnu, um, the principal uh, Shakti, Radha, in the form of Garadhar, so I am Shakti, and the kind of personification of the perfection of the of the of the Jiva Shakti, the Tasasa Shakti, Shivas. So he pays obeisances to them, then he explains each of them hmm, over six, seven chapters, the tattva about them. You know, what is the what is the prakash? What is the what is the expansion? What is the avatar? What is the Shakti Tattva? Who is Sri Krishna Chaitanya? And so forth. Having done that, then he explains how he came to write the book, Good Fortune in His Life, and then he begins to, to introduce all the players. So he takes Nityananda Prabhu and he says, and Nityananda Prabhu, was one of the main trunks, and he had all these branches. And there's this one, and there's this one, and there's this one. He goes through so many devotees, naming them. And then Advaita, and all of his principles, and Garadhar, and so forth. So this whole cast, if you will, of players, um, all eternal associates of Krishna, appearing with him as Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, Krishna and Balaram, hmm? appearing as uh, Gaur Nityananda, all these associates, they're all introduced, as if you were going to start a drama and you were going to, you know, the screen comes and it says, this person, it usually comes at the end, but here it's coming at the beginning. This person was this person, this person was this person. And so if so if, if Gaur Leela comes out of Krishna Leela, as we think, hmm, so then we're watching the Gaur Leela and it says, and, and Nityananda Prabhu is Balaram and, and uh, Srivas is, is this one and so on and so forth and and so it's a long, 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 long list. So after all this, then what happens in Chaitanya Charitamrita? The story begins. Hmm? The, 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 the description of the of Navadvip at the time of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's birth, what it was like, what was going on, and then the appearance and so forth. The narrative of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's life and Leela unfolds. And then those persons who have been introduced in the beginning in brief, they pop up here and there, and so forth. Hmm? 
But it's interesting and noteworthy that Krishnas lists just so many of them. It's just as if to say, just by saying their names, hmm, our lives will become purified and auspicious. And it's true. Hmm? So he he lists all this, as many names as he, as, he, as he can. And there's lots and lots of them. And just this list, name after name. Well, you know, maybe we'll just skip over that. Let's just get to the story. But no, we just say those names. Hmm? Just say the names of the associates. Just like we sing, you were singing when I came in. Hmm? Uh, names of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's associates. Hmm? Jai Satchinandan, Suramuni Bandan, Bhavabhai Kandana Jayohe, Karadhar Madana, Nitae Pranadana, Adwete It's another song, but we sing that at uh, Saragrahi. Same, same idea. Hmm? So this is an example of songs from our charges. They're filled with the names of the different associates of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, names of the associates of Radha and Krishna, and so forth. Hmm? So this, these are very, very significant, very important for us. Hmm? Again, they embody the very ideal, different shapes of love. The, the ideal is embodied by them, and our ideal is to follow in the wake of that as it comes to us through the Guru Parampara. Hmm? So, uh, Udarandatta is is one of those associates. Hmm? And... Um, his life is quite uh, extraordinary. Amongst um, the associates of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, in a larger sense, um, they're all associates of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, who is Krishna. Udarandatta, Udarandatta Thakur is an associate of Nityananda. He's also associated with Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, but um, as they all are. But within that, he is very closely associated with Nityananda Prabhu. He is one of the branches on the trunk of the figurative tree of, of Bhakti, hmm? the trunk that is uh, representing Nityananda Prabhu. And while there are many, many such branches, and their names are mentioned, there are 12 of them that are very significant. Hmm? And so there are 12 Dwadasa, the word Dwadasa means 12, so they're called the Dwadasa Gopals. Gopals means that um, Gopal, Gopals, they're cow protectors. Pal means to protect, and Go means cows. They're cow protectors, cow herders. Hmm. Prabhupada called them cowherd boys, sakas, friends of Krishna, and Balaram. Hmm? There are different kinds of friends of Krishna and Balaram, all in Sakirasa. There are those who are purely in Sakirasa only. Then there are those whose Sakirasa is mixed with Dasya, those whose Sakirasa is mixed with Vatsalya. For example, they have a little bit of a protective type of friendly attitude, like an older brother protecting a younger brother. Friendly, but a little protective. And then there are coward boys whose, whose friendly love for Krishna and Balaram is mixed with Madhurya. Those are the ones that participate in the leelas with the gopis, all the intrigues and so forth, and centered around Radha and Krishna's uh, love circle. Hmm. So, among the Dwarasa Gopals, there is some of each. 
of these different types of cowherds. And um, they're uh, kind of lead lead players in 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 the sakirasa of of Goloka. So, as we said, Balaram comes to follow Krishna, and so they come along with him, and they appear in different families, in in, in and around. Uh, most of them appear in in and around what's called the Goda Mandala, the circle of of um, Gore's Dom. Some of these associates we're talking about, they appear outside of the Dom, hmm? uh, which is peculiar in one sense because it's Brindaban is appearing again as as Navadweep. So you'd think everybody in Brindaban would take birth in Navadweep. But the one thing about the Gore Leela that's different from Krishna Leela is that it's sweet like Krishna Leela but it's generous. Krishna's Leela is not generous in that it's kind of a hidden thing. Hmm? It's not that well known, but in Gaur Leela, it's being distributed everywhere. So because it's being distributed everywhere, it's thought that some of the associates of Krishna who came with Krishna as Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, they appeared outside of Navadvip because it's destined to overflow Nadia and come even to distant parts like like this. Hmm? So, um, so but Udharanadatta was one of the daughters of Gopals and he did appear within the, 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 the Gota Mandala. Hmm? And um, he is one of the daughters of Gopals. His name in Krishna Leela is Subahu. Hmm? He says a, a fair kind of um, white complexion like like Balaram, smile like it said, like like a, like a white lotus, or like the like the moon, smiling down on you. Very fond of dancing, boasting, very um, heroic in its nature. Uh, two of the uh, secondary rasas that are prominently expressed amongst the friends of Krishna are humor and chivalrous acts, valorous type of... So you can just imagine young boys saying, yeah, let's get them, you know, let's, let's do something, let's, let's uh, take a chance. You know, we'll march into the Agasura's mouth. And so they, they have that kind of spirit. And that's called um, virarasa. And the humor is uh, is called hasirasa. So sometimes these mix with the with the sakirasa and other rasa, but it's very prominent in, in sakirasa. So he had a very said to have a very kind of heroic spirit, which which for young boys you can imagine is mostly just boasting and and uh, and so on. But a very dear and close associate of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, Nityananda Prabhu. He came with them, and he's one of the Dwaras of Gopals, and he appeared in Saptagram. Saptagram is a is a, within the Gota Mandala, and it's a, uh, there's a, it's kind of Sapta means seven, so it's sevenfold. And there, there's a um, in the way it's set up, I guess, with the with the the um, confluence of the Saraswati, the uh, Jamuna. 
and the Ganges, I believe, all in all the same place. They're meeting there. These are all sacred rivers, and where rivers meet is considered to be an auspicious Tirtha in itself. A Tirtha is like a portal, like a place in this world where you could enter in and go beyond to another dimension. Tirtha uh, implies, it means a crossing. So where rivers, sacred rivers are crossing, it's a literal crossing, and it's a place for crossing beyond. Hmm? To, to, the, to from In this instance, from the material dimension to the spiritual dimension. Hmm? So he is from this place. Hmm? And it is said that Nityananda Prabhu came there. Hmm? There's a long history. Um, Prabhupada relates some of the history and he goes into some detail and largely for the reason that Prabhupada himself appeared in this world in a family connected to the lineage and family and extended community all coming from this uh, saptagram, the place of Udharandatta. Hmm? Prabhupada's family name was Day. I think there's the Muluks and the Sills, and the Sills are also divided into the Days. And, and these th- these three families at one time made up all of Calcutta, practically. Hmm? Big families. <laughs> and so um, Prabhupada was... Uh, the the Udarandatta and his deities hmm, that he established, he had established the deity of Gaura Nityananda and Radha and Krishna. Hmm. Some places the city also established a deity of Nityananda and Gaura and Gadadhar. So there are some different descriptions. Um, but Prabhupada used, used to, with his family, make a pilgrimage to there annually. Hmm. And many, many people in the day, you know, extended day family, like all the Smiths would go, you know, to the Smithsonian or something. So, you know, they would... <laughs> <laughs> so all the days would go... Uh, and uh, and uh, he was like a patron saint hmm, of uh, that extended uh, family that Prabhupada appeared in the world in which he considered to be a transcendental family, hmm, even in an extended sense. And that's because, as I mentioned, Nityananda Prabhu came to that village. He came performing Namsan Kirtan, dancing, raising his hands with some of his associates. He came there and Udharandatta greeted him. It said that Udharandatta was born with the right to 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 serve Nityananda Prabhu. Hmm? So he saw him. He was very. Um, it was a, this was a very wealthy community. They were merchants. That means a Vaishya community. Hmm? Vaishyas in the Bhagavad Gita are th- uh, said to have two primary duties: to to, to do business like trade and agriculture. So they were doing trade, and they were in the gold trade, minerals. So it was a very wealthy um, community. Udharandatta said to have heard the Sankirtan and came, I guess, the first meeting with Nityananda Prabhu in that leela, 
And he offered him all types of gold ornaments, bracelets and necklaces and so on and so forth. And uh, and Nityananda Prabhu more or less moved in with him hmm, into his house. And he would cook cook for Nityananda Prabhu. And, uh, and then the local Brahmins, there's a story where the local Brahmins um, complained. Hmm. Nityananda Prabhu is from a Brahmin family. Why is he eating from these Vaishyas? These were part of the social rules of the time. Hmm? all having to do with the religious um, life, dharma, and so forth. And of course, Nityananda Prabhu was a bearer of parodharma, of bhakti, which is on a higher level that, that goes beyond bodily differences and so on and so forth. So he was uh, eating from the hand of his devotee, of someone who loved him. Hmm? Didn't matter what family they were born in or what or whatnot, or, color of their skin or the, the uh, um, their uh, um, how you say their sex hmm? um, what's the word for that gender. the gender hmm? um, but the Brahmins in the community who were um, absorbed in a lower Varnashram religious conception they complained you're from a Brahmin family and you are not coming and honoring lunch at our house. Nityananda hmm. was very unorthodox. Well, of course, that's from a religious point of view, but from a spiritual point of view, he was very orthodox. In other words, he was completely dedicated to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. That was his religion. Hmm. Whenever Chaitanya Mahaprabhu wanted, he was there to, to assist. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, he wanted to make Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's name and person celebrated throughout the world. So he's doing Sankirtan, he comes to the village, and the Brahmins say, you should be eating at our house. You guys are, you're Brahmin, but you're not acting in an orthodox religious way and so forth. So the story is that that Uttarandatta was stirring some doll with like some type of a, like a like you would, you know, you see those uh, stirs and they have like, whisk. Hmm? A whisk. like a whisk, something like that. You would stir the doll to kind of like blend it, blend the doll. Hmm? So Nityananda Prabhu went in and said, give me that blender. Hmm? This is just a blender, a hand blender. He took it out and put it down in front of the Brahmins. And he put it down, and a jasmine tree, a jasmine flower, blossomed right before them. Hmm? So this is a from the whisk of Uttarandatta came a jasmine tree. Doesn't make any sense, obviously. We don't. There's no science to this, but this jasmine tree <coughs> appeared on the ground. All the Brahmins said, "This is Uttarandatta. What kind of tools he works with? You know, what kind of." Cooking utensils are miraculous. What to speak of him? Hmm? Who are these people? This hmm? was was kind of the the impression. And that jasmine tree, at the base of that jasmine tree, the temple a temple was ultimately Udar and to build a, t- a temple there. And that uh, jasmine still is a night blooming jasmine, so at night it, it blossoms and it smells very beautifully and so forth. It's famous, famous jasmine tree. And so it's a, it's an example, as I say, of what kind of people these were. 
Hmm? Uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, Nityananda Prabhu's associates. While again, there are many miraculous activities attributed to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And people think now, well, you know, they exaggerated at the time and so on and so forth. Hmm? Even Krishnadas Kravidas, writing in Chaitanya Charitamrita, at one point he says, not everybody believes these things. He was a contemporary. Just one uh, generation or half generation removed from Chaitanya Mahaprabhu Nityananda Prabhu's presence. He said, not everybody believes these stories, but I believe them completely, he said. And you see the result of believing them. You could become like Krishna's Kaviraj. Write a book like that. Hmm. Very extraordinary. Hmm. That could have currency hundreds of years later. And not in such a way as to transform people's lives in different countries and different cultures and so forth. Hmm. Because of such books, we're being uh, drawn into the into the Leela of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, Gaurana So, not ju- and again, not just that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was a very miraculous type of person, but so many of his associates there are these stories as well. You just don't find that kind of a thing. It's uh, it's very peculiar. And Udarandata is one of them. He, as amongst the Dwarasa Gopal, in Chaitanya Charitamrita, in brief, Krishna's Kaviraj mentions them all. And um, the descriptions are are electrifying. Hmm? They, they, they actually, like Nityananda Prabhu, they, they could not contain their bhava. Hmm? And they practically, they wore it like outwardly. And so they would carry flutes and sticks and wear ankle bells and sometimes peacock feathers and so forth. And they, they lost themselves in terms of where they were. Nityananda was said to be like that. That he was living in the Krishna Leela while he was in the Gaur Leela, acting as in Krishna Leela, and it wasn't wasn't fitting in. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu would have to explain him to people. Hmm? Uh, So these immediate twelve associates of Nityananda Prabhu, they were like this as well, and uh, many miraculous activities they are said to have performed. Riding on tigers, things like this, slapping them, playing with the tiger. This is Bengali tigers. I mean, they're famous. They're ferocious. I think, what was his name? Not Sundarananda, but... Um, anyway, one of them is described. He used to play with tigers like, like kittens. He's a very uh, extraordinary character, and so many of them, these type of descriptions. Hmm? Uh, the, the description of Miniketan Ramdas in Chaitanya Charitamrita is, is extended. Hmm? He is one of Nityananda Prabhu's eternal associates as well. And uh, his his story is ex- and description is somewhat extended because it was so pertinent to the life of Krishnadas Kaviraj Goswami. He lived at home, and um, one day uh, Miniketan Ramdas came to the house hmm? and he found that in the older brother of Krishnadas, whose house it was, um, there were, he did not, he had respect for Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, but he didn't have respect for it, for Nityananda Prabhu. 
And so he took exception to this. He left the place. And um, seeing that, Krishnadas followed suit, left home. That Miniketan Ramdas is, is, is another Nityananda. It's kind of like he's so devoted to Nityananda, it's like having Nityananda in your house. And we see that he was disrespected. And Miniketan took it to mean, oh, in this house, Nityananda is not respected. I have nothing to do with it. He left. So Krishnadas himself walked out of his own house, homeless. He became homeless. Just out of uh, faith to Nityananda, we thought, well, I'll follow suit. Where will I live? It wasn't his consideration. I'm not, my, my guru is not honored there. My God is not. I have nothing to do. I won't go there. Something like that. Hmm? And what happened, of course, is Nityananda who came to him that night in a mystic vision and, and with his associates. And they were roaring and chanting and blowing horns and things. And uh, he was just amazed. And Nityananda Prabhu said, go to Vrindavan. You'll find your wealth there. Now, that is your home. You're a homeless person. Go to Vrindavan. Like it said about Prabhupada in his astrological chart that he could build a house in which the whole world could live. I say, that heart was Vrindavan. Confirmed. You know the story when I probably went to the farm Gitanagari and we were standing in the barn and and then a uh, a mouse ran and it moved for a minute stopped and and Prabhupada looked and he said, I'll just see there's the mouse and there was a cat and there's a cat there and there's a dog there. And there's a cow and a calf and the children and the adults, he said, and everybody living happily. In other words, the cat didn't run after the mouse. The dog didn't run after the, the the cat. The children didn't try to stop the dog. The parents didn't stop the trust. You know, there's no struggle went on. Hmm? The mouse went, there he, huh? there he is. Okay. So Prabhupada, this, he saw this and he said, this is Vrindavan. Hmm? The next morning when he was getting on the bus to return to New York, I was right behind him and Prabhupada turned to me and said, did you see it? I said, see what property? He said, there was the mouse and the cat and the dog and the calf and the cow and the children and the adults all living happily, harmoniously. That is Vrindavan. Hmm? And we went up the bus, it's only like three steps. He got to the top and he turned. He said, did you see it? Again, he said it to me. Hmm? I said, Prabhupada, I see you. I see Vrindavan. Hmm? You're in your heart. You're carrying that. That's the house in which everyone can live, the idea that he had, the faith that he had, hmm? the the attachment he had to Krishna Nam and so forth, all these ideas, the need he had to share them and so forth, how full he was. Hmm? So Miniketan Ramdas, he left and Krishnadas followed and Nityananda Prabhu provided for him. Hmm? Prabhupada, he could build a house in which everyone could live and he was homeless. He was a homeless person. He had nowhere to live. He came to New York, he didn't know where he would stay. And he provided residence for thousands and thousands of people. Hmm? He empowered, as he was, Bhanitananda Prabhu, sent us all to Vrindavan. You find your home there. You find your shelter there. Hmm? It's because of that, Krishnas went to Vrindavan and then he got the further blessing to write the Chaitanya Charitamrita. We have it. We can talk about these things. Hmm? 
So Nityananda important person, his associates, they're important people. Brinikita Naramdas, the description of him is, is, is largely a description of the measure of his prame. Hmm? Tears were always welled up in his eyes. Hmm? He carried a flute. Hmm? When people would go and pay obeisances, he would jump on top of them and dance and they would not feel the weight. <laughs> huh? uh, so he was a very, you know, peculi- had peculiarities that uh, um, that uh, characterized all these close, very close associates of Nityananda, who kind of like wore their bhava on their sleeve, as it's as it said, wore their hearts on their sleeves. So they um, um, were a very extraordinary group, and they began. With the enthusiasm of Nityananda that this that began the Sampradaya, as I've said before, before the Goswami books were written, before Kavikarnapur wrote in, on the Bengal side his his works, also Sanskrit works like Ananda Vrindavan Champu and works about Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and so forth. Before the the religion, if you will, of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu started to become systematized and institutionalized in literary form, that it could be embraced and taught and so forth. Nityananda Prabhu began the worship of Sriman Gorsundar, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. His famous statement there, Bajago Ranga Kahago, Ranga Lahago, Ranga Namuri, Ye Janago Ranga Bajay Shayamot Pramri. Worship Goranga, chant the name of Goranga, hmm. give the, the teaching of Goranga. Whoever worships Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, then I, that I'm purchased by that person. Hmm. So, with that conviction, without any philosophy required or anything, after all, he's Balaram, so he knows this is Krishna's here, he should be worshipped. He should be worshipped more than Krishna. It's said that Sachi, the mother of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu in her house, had a dream one night, and in the dream she had deities of Krishna and Balaram on her altar. And in the dream, Chaitanya and Nityananda came. Hmm? And Nityananda jumped up on the altar and threw Krishna and Balaram off and pulled Chaitanya Mahaprabhu up and said, this is our time, our yuga. Now, you get out of here. Something like that. <laughs> she saw that and she was in a dream. And then Nityananda and Chaitanya Mahaprabhu came in the morning and she reflected on this. And so... so uh, she was seeing what Nityananda Prabhu was about. He's saying, "This is Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's time. He should be." Of course, he, he Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is Krishna, and Nityananda Prabhu is Balaram. But he's throwing Balaram off the altar. They're Krishna and Balaram extended, hmm? extended in that they're extending the madhuri, the sweetness of that lila, by disseminating it. And Nityananda Prabhu is the biggest disseminator of Krishna of Gaur Bhakti, hmm? of all the persons involved. In Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's Leela, with regard to dissemination, sharing the dispensation, spreading it, Nityananda Prabhu is, uh, there's no comparison. He is the person who spread Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's glory and the mission and so forth, uh, the farthest and the widest and the biggest group, and without any consideration. He is the other self of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, through whom Chaitanya Mahaprabhu could give his dispensation to others that his sannyas, which was a, a ploy, he took sannyas for the sake 
of spreading the teaching, but it also inhibited him in some areas from spreading the teaching because he couldn't go to the sinful people because the people would think, what's the sannyasi doing at that guy's house? And so it's through Nityananda he did that. Hmm? Went to all the downtrodden people. And we see this, this principle that I'm speaking, this fact that I'm speaking of, extended in the person of our Guru Maharaj, Pujapad, Om Mishnupad, Esi Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada, who, empowered by Nityananda Prabhu, he's spread this dispensation to all the continents. Uh, well, yeah, it's probably there's some chanting going on in Antarctica too. You never know. I, I, I have a godbrother of mine. He passed away, but his, uh, to illustrate the point I'm making, his um, his parents told him, you know, where do we go, you know? We meet the Hare Krishnas, you know? Where we go? You guys are like everywhere, they said. And so they said, let's go, you know, they want to take a vacation. So they, they decided to take a vacation on the Amazon. It's in South America, on the Amazon River. And while they were on the river, they chuckled and said to themselves, well, at least we won't see any Hare Krishnas here. Because <laughs> we're on the Amazon. And sure enough, they pull up to a dock and there's the devotees chanting somewhere on the Amazon. Their minds are just blown. They just couldn't believe it. They told their son. He told me the story. So there's probably some devotee there in Antarctica doing Joppa or something, who knows, or the North Pole, talking to Santa Claus there. That's just north of you guys, right? In Finland. Picking those yellow berries there. Those orange berries or yellow, you know, I'm talking, what do they call it? Yeah, cloud berries. There you go. So, <laughs> so this is all Nityananda Prabhu's work. And, and Prabhupada was particularly empowered by Nityananda Prabhu for that work, as we know. He, as a friend of Krishna, negotiated with him and said, Hey, Krishna, listen, you know, if Radharani is pleased with you, your life will be successful. My guru represents Radharani. She's asked me to do this preaching. You have to give me the power if you do. She'll be pleased with you and your life will be successful. And he gave the power of Nityananda Prabhu. And such a wide dispensation. So this was particularly Nityananda Prabhu's forte, if you will. This is what he was about. Wide distribution of Krishna consciousness. And so it all began with him and his immediate associates, like Udarandatta, uh, Sundarananda, um, Mahish Pandit, Kamalkantu Pipalai, uh, these uh, uh, Dhananjai, Pandit, these are all the, um, the, the Dwarasa Gopals, not whose names come to mind in Gorlila. They went out and began to spread in different parts of Bengal and opened centers, preaching centers, began to initiate people. These are the original Sakiras lineages, which we see for the first two generations of, of Gaurila. And then it was kind of quiet with regard to Sakyarasa until A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada, of course, came empowered by Nityananda Prabhu and born in a family related to Uttaranda Tathakur and filled himself with Sakyarasa as he himself expressed. And a huge wave hmm, for, you know, on another level of dispensation, hmm, to outside of Bar, outside of India, and so forth, the world of Pritibhidyachi Jatanagara Dikram, Sarvata Pacharhuibhimunam, who would predict, who would fulfill that but Nityananda Prabhu himself? Hmm? So, 
through his empowering Prabhupada. That first says, Mahaprabhu says, my name will be heard in every town and village. So we see, Nidhananapur was doing this. Hmm? It's his work. So, the, the, these, um, so there in Saptagram, uh, this um, village, hmm? uh, Udarandatta was, and Mahesh Pandit also, uh, and uh, Kamakanta Pipalai, they were very prominent there, but Udarandatta in Udharandat in particular, and uh, established the worship of Chaitanya, of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and Nidhananda Prabhu, Gornatai deities and uh, Radha Krishna deities also. And um, this is just one example. So they went to different corners and they began the Sampradaya. Hmm? Um, so this is where this Sakuras influence on in Sampradaya comes from. The Madhuri Ras influence is obvious. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu came to taste the Madhuri Ras and so forth. Hmm? Um, so, uh, with regard to this uh, Udharandatta and his village and uh, the people of the village, it's said that the prophet gives a history that at a certain point there was a king, Bal Al Sain, I believe his name was, and um, he. Um, Something happened with him and the and the Suvarnavarna community, this gold merchant community, and he was in debt to them and couldn't pay, and so then he instead of paying them, he tried to defame them, and wreaked havoc. It would appear in the community, and tried to get them all labeled as outcasts. Some history like this, but Nityananda Prabhu particularly went and blessed this place and he said certain things about this community hmm? and that anybody connected with this community is dear to me and for so many hundreds of generations and so on. <coughs> so Prabhupada's coming in that community. So the people of that area and the Sridhar Marsh, Pujapada Sridhar Marsh, Goswami Marsh, in his analysis of Prabhupada's inner life, hmm? which he analyzed based on his external expression of that hmm? in in analyzing Prabhupada's life and in the context of that looking what he was about inside what the nature of, of his love for Krishna he, he did mention this point hmm? and he comes from that Suvarna Vanik uh, gold merchant community of Udharandatta Saptagram and Nityanandapur was very kindly disposed towards them, showed favor there. This is one of the things that he brought up, in a, along with a number of other things, many of which and more things that Pujapachita Marsh was not familiar with that have been published in Oh My Friend. Have you read Oh My Friend? Oh yes, you should read that. It's very nice. It tells about these things about Prabhupada. Um, his affinities and so forth by which we trace his inner life. Hmm. So this is one of the things that Sridhar Marsh um, singled out as put together, all of them, they make a powerful um, 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 collection of, 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 of uh, evidence, uh, external evidence for insight into his inner life. Hmm. So, family 
And this, again, this is the day of Uddharanda Thakur and uh, his disappearance from the world. And this was the family, uh, his deity is the family deity, and he himself also. I said there's a picture of Uddharanda there. I would, would you like to get that? He also had a Sadbuj deity, the Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. You can tell the Brigupad he should go there hmm? and have the darshan of Uddharanda's Sadbuj deity. Rigupada worships Sadbuj. Hmm. Uh, Sadbuj means six arms. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu has his two arms, and it shows that he is Krishna, he is Ram also. Hmm. Um, these are the two human avatars, if you will. The descents, of course, Krishna is the avatari, but he comes as avatar, human like in their leelas, very dear to the humans, and Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So there's three. <laughs> Uh, full of Aishvarya, Sada Aishvarya Purna. Hmm? So he worshipped Sadbuj and Gornitai and Radha and Krishna, and we celebrate his disappearance with a few words about him. And um, the nature of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's associates and their importance, contribution to the world and our lives. Any question? He's the only friend that's online, the updated version. I beg your pardon? The oh, my friend, oh, my friend version online. Is it the updated version? Or? It's the latest version. It's worth reading, yeah. We haven't made a new version yet. We're working on it, but we haven't, it hasn't been on the front burner lately. So, yeah, you can, you can show whoever hasn't read that word. Have you read it? Yes. Good. Yes. Is there, is there any reason why, even though there were like Dvadasha Gopas, which were um, representing Sakyarasa and they, they were making disciples and preaching, seems like a very large group. Is there any reason why Madhuryarasa became so prominent for such a long time and Sakyarasa was, I don't know, kind of in the background? Well, there are reasons for that, and I think that um, the main reason is the Chaitanya Charitamrita, because Chaitanya Charitamrita is the culmination of a number of books about Chaitanya Mahaprabhu hmm, that narrate his life, and it is infused with the picture and experience of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu that was um, um, the, the life of Rupa Goswami. And so, uh, and as I mentioned, Rupa Goswami was particularly empowered for the teaching what is Chaitanya Mahaprabhu about. So there are different perspectives on Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, some of which were unorthodox and not acceptable, heterodox, and some of which fall within um, orthodox Gaudiya Vaishnavism. And Chaitanya Charitamrita was kind of the book that established the orthodoxy of Gaudiya Vaishnavism. It's the culmination of a number of narratives, the, 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 um, the Chaitanya Bhagavad came before it, um, what's Kavi Karnapur's book, Chaitanya Chandadaya Nataka, um, um, there's uh, 
or Arigupta's book, there's um, Lochandas's book. Some things in Lochan's book, Lochandas's book, are not accepted in, 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 in Chaitanya Charitamrita, for example. They're not given any space there. They did it in a polite way, not given any space. So, it's, and other things are. So, um, and in the context of that, what Rupa Goswami saw in Chaitanya Mahaprabhu that takes us from Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is a divine figure, he's God, he's Krishna, to he's Krishna, wondering what is the nature of Radha's love for him, wanting to experience it, all these things. That was there also in some of the other books. But it's really um, kind of, uh, I want to say, taught very thoroughly and very sophisticated in a systematic way in, in Chaitanya Charitamrita. And, it, it, and, and so, wow, you know, uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu came for this and, and because he wanted to taste Radha's bhava, hmm, um, and in wanting to taste it himself, it becomes available. What he's about, just like what Nityananda was about, well, it becomes available. That's inevitable. It's contagious. So what Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was about becomes available. Nityananda was trying to make that available. In the context of making that available to people, what he's about becomes available. It's kind of a subset. Hmm? Nityananda was dedicated to, to giving Chaitanya Mahaprabhu to the world in the fullest sense. Hmm? Um, but what he's about is also and has its play, so to speak. So I think that um, that book very um, expertly speaks about the Goswami's understanding of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and what's in their books and so forth. All their books are in that. When I first read Chaitanya Charitamrita, I was one of the first persons in the Western world to ever read it. I was very fortunate because as the books came off the press, there were like a few copies that were sent to Prabhupada and a couple of the devotees. One of the devotees connected with the press was secretly sending them to me also. And I was reading them to other devotees. And I was reading and I thought... All the books are here. Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu is in this. The Bhagavatam is in this. The Gita is in this because they're all cited. And, and I thought these must be the most important verses of the Bhagavatam and the Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu and so on and so forth. Brihat Bhagavatamrita. So um, that very refined kind of presentation and uh, and it puts its emphasis on Madhurya Rasa and the majority of. Mahaprabhu's associates were involved in, in, in uh, I mean, the Goswamis, they're all in Krishna, the handmaidens of Radha. So they're initiating and so forth. So the lineages were created like this. There's another side to it, which is mundane. The mundane side to it is that some of these lineages over time deteriorated into something mundane, didn't have good representation and so forth. And then then it was Madhurya Ras, people think, intellectually think this is the highest thing, which is what Mahaprabhu came to give. So if it's not in our group, then we won't be able to get followers, so let's create it. And So that kind of thing also may have gone on. But it's like 
Again, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu came to taste this, and because he did, he made it available in a way. He wanted to taste the Baba Vrata. We cannot taste it like he does. But there's a way, a secret way, that the jiva can come as close to that as possible. That is the Manjari Bhav. Hmm. That's just a fact of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's descent. So he's making it available. That help? Yeah. Yes. We usually say that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu has come to bring the three rasas, the three main rasas or upper rasas of uh, Braja, Vrindavan. Four. Four. Okay, because I was about to write something on Facebook and I realized, where's that Sadi He represents the Majari party, Tananda Prabhu was uh, the Sakya part, but there was no stress on Vatsadi. So I thought it just meant that considering that Dasi is found over by Kunta and Shanta is not much of a rasa, it just means that he's brought, he's come to bring Rajapati. Well, it is the famous verse, Anarpita charim charat karnabati nakalo samarpaita munutolzurasam sabakti sriyam. When Srupa Goswami's verse and Krishna's Kaviraj employs it as his verse of blessing, Ashirbhat Shlok of Chaitanya Charitamrita. And, um, it, it says that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu came to distribute the Ujbal Rasa. Ujbal Rasa means Madhuri Rasa. Hmm? And Unata Ujbala means a special kind of Madhuri Rasa that he would make available, hmm? as I was just saying. Um, but when Krishnadas is explaining what he came to give, there he says he came to give Charibhav of Braj, the four Bhavas of Braj, which is Dasya, Sakya, Vatsali, and Madhurya. So, that seems to contradict the way that that verse is interpreted and Ujwal Rasa means Madurasa. So, um, some people say, well, all the Rasas are contained in Ujwal Rasa. So, he's just giving Ujwal Rasa. But we see that um, that the Saki Rasas also has it manifest in in in, in um, Sampradaya, through the influence of Nityananda Prabhu. So, um, then how to think of the verse of Vrindabandas? Well, one way to think of it is that he's giving, Chitamamba is giving Madhurya Rasa, and Nityananda Prabhu represents, there's two are being given out, Kama, Kamanuga and Sambandhanuga. Hmm? Kamanuga means the Gopi Bhav. Sambandhanuga is Sakya, Vatsalya, and Dasya. Hmm. So, Nityananda was giving Sambandhanuga, Mahaprabhu was giving Kamanuga. So, all four are there. Hmm. In that sense. And within Sakya Rasa, there's some parental influence in Dasya. It's another way to think about it. But we do not see this Vatsalya and Dasyabhav of Braj in our Sampadaya. Hmm. Maybe some rare exception in the disciplic successions. But we do see Sakiras and we do see the Manjari Bhav. So these are the two. And they're coming from Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and Nityananda Prabhu. Hmm. All right. We'll stop there. Sri Udharandat Thakur Ki Jai. Shri Sri Krishna Balaram Ki Jai.
गौर नित्यानंद की जाय गोरीवासनाव गुरु परंपरा की जाय गोर भक्त बृंद की जाय गोर प्रेमानंदे महाराज की